this the whole time. Okay, cool. So, hello. How you doing, Marcus? Oh, great, Graham. Post-holidays here? Post-holidays, yes. Yeah. I got everything I wanted. You? Uh, <laughs> I know, right? I over, know. over 30 or like... What did I uh, get? I don't know. I don't... Socks, underwear. I got some stuff. Yeah. I'll probably get in trouble because I always forget what I got. Yeah. I forget what happens 10 minutes ago. I got... Um, my sister sent me some coffee. Good stuff. And some mead. Oh, nice. I like I, mead. I'd never had it. Oh, no? No. Have um, you had any now? I had all of it. All of it? Yeah. yeah it was good, one yeah. bottle. It was... Uh, it was good. Really yeah. sweet. Yeah. And I told her, I'm like, oh, that's pretty sweet. And she said, oh, really? That's one of the more bitter ones. Mm. Bunratty, I think it was called. <laughs> and I said, well, it's about my limit of sweet. So <laughs> normally I drink like Campari and shit. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm all with the bitter. Gotcha. So I got that. And then um, the wife bought me some Snap-on. Oh, nice. Yeah. I needed a new half-inch uh, wrench, mm -hmm. uh, ratcheting wrench. And I think this thing is like... 200 something dollars sure. i mean she spent yeah. some coin and a caliper spreader oh nice right like i've gone my whole automotive <laughs> quote-unquote career just using c-clamps and stuff using uh yeah yeah, yeah channel yeah. locks and uh yeah. you know just put the brake pad in there and squeeze it well now you know i'm getting more stuff that has like nice calipers mm -hmm. and yeah. you don't want to put a wrench on like okay. endless calipers or like tlx brembos or anything yeah. so i'm like you know what i really should have a legit caliper spreader so yeah. got snap on one of those ratcheting it's pretty sweet cool and uh, uh, so that was good and we were supposed to travel right yeah. uh, and we didn't because uh, the winter uh, weather just yeah, had we, a foreboding we had some legit snow here uh, in Oregon Washington mm -hmm. area you know not in in our specific location it wasn't crazy but up in the hills it got pretty wild I like it here because it snows most years mm -hmm. but it's never there more than a week no and it's usually functional amounts it's like if you have a decent car you can certainly get around it but you totally get a day or two off yeah yeah right like nobody drives no when it's like three inches of snow no you could but it's just the traffic is such a nightmare and nobody well there's why out. why do it yeah you know the cars the roads aren't set up for it they yeah. don't put any shit on the roads which no. again makes it Yep. Good used car climate yeah. people like the Northwest is where mm -hmm. the, the great classic cars are at that aren't in California. But uh, now those have been gobbled up now. Yeah, so no like, crap. yeah, so anyway, actually up here it's getting hard to find cars too. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, it was like we ended up staying at home, which was kind of a bummer because we missed seeing my brother-in-law mm -hmm. and, uh, and my family. Um, but we still had our, you know, traditional Christmas Eve meal and... Good. We had uh, hung out with the neighbors on Christmas Day. Cool. You know, we did. We had a good time. So that was my Christmas. It was really nice. Good. And it definitely took a big window of time not taking work very seriously. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got to kind of just unwind for a minute. Yeah, yeah, probably should have put up the post-Black Friday blog <laughs> by then, but I still haven't. Oh, well. So, folks, you'll have heard that one previous to this yeah. one, and it came out after the New Year. So. And you guys know how it goes. It's the holidays, you know. It's like everybody's taking a chill pill for a minute. So well, how was your holiday? Oh, it was uneventful. It was nothing special one way or another. I worked on my Fiesta a ton. That was the highlight. Um, getting close. I'm getting real close. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, no major mm. snags so far, but I should really shut up about that because it's still not currently running. I don't know. It sounds like you've gotten a few snags already, uh, you know, Resolved. Couple, yeah, I had a couple uh, with the body work and stuff where I was like, oh shit, the bumper beam doesn't actually go on the car because it's a salvage title, so it was like a little off kilter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just some brute force on that, bent it out, <laughs> shit. and uh, <laughs> put the bumper beam back on. But I did discover when I was going to put in the core support, I was like, wait a minute. I have to put all of like the radiator and condenser back in the core support and then attach it to the beam? Really? So I was like... It's really much easier if I just attach the core support to the beam. So I took the beam off again, put the core support on okay. it, and then just kind of nestled the whole thing in there. And that was quite a fiasco. You really did not anticipate that level of... I mean, I expected the unexpected, because I was like, I'm in uncharted waters here. So uh -huh. I'm sort of like, anything's on the table, really. I was just glad. <laughs> I was just glad that the core support is a plastic piece that bolts onto the bumper. Man, I would have been annoyed yeah. as hell. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> 
<laughs> and then you can't sell it right then. So that's yeah. the kind of thing where I get in trouble with a car. Because if it's not going... I don't expect things to go as planned. No, yeah. But I do expect not to have to have specialized training and, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, you know, a chassis straightener yeah. or, you know, a line bore or something like that. <laughs> if I'm doing an engine job, you know, I'm getting in. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. That would annoy me. Well, thankfully, my only specialty tool was a very long piece of steel that I crammed into the uh, frame and then I put my body weight on it. And went yeah, <laughs> I guess I could have done that. Yeah. I would have done that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it very incre incrementally improved. Wow. So, well, yeah. those have got to be fun. Yeah. That's well, got to be a fun car. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm, I'm super stoked. It should make about 300 horsepower at the wheels. and should be How much does that car weigh? 2,700 pounds. So we can race. Yeah, we could. <laughs> what do I choose to race you? I don't know. I mean, I'd love to see your CRX when it's done. You'd probably yeah, I would love it. to see that too. Yeah. That one's supposed to have 300 horsepower, yeah. 2,000 pounds. Yeah, so no contest problem. If I can get grip. Well, yeah. actually, you're front yeah. wheel drive too. So uh -huh. you know, I know. neither one has be, grip. That yeah. would be a comedy It'd be bear. fun though. Yeah, it'd be fun to watch. So it segues into what this week's topic was supposed to be about. Yeah. Which was, you're supposed to talk me out of buying another car. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I've I'm talked to a few friends about this car already. Okay, tell me. And nobody's been successful. All right. Um, I'm pretty analytical, but I also love cars, so. Right. I'm curious. Well. Is it a classic? It's a 87. Okay. Yeah. Civic. That's a classic. I'm yeah. sorry, we're old enough that that's a 87 classic. Civic hatchback, which by the time you hear this, I'll either have it or have passed on it. <laughs> yeah. But so far, it looks like it's going to get bought. Mm -hmm. um, I, I uh, you know, it's funny because my wife gets annoyed by this, yeah, like the buying of cars, of because course. she's not yet on board with the idea that mm -hmm. us buying cars is not like average people buying cars, right? A lot of people will have each person has a car in, and that's the, it. in the household. Yeah. And, and then maybe somebody's got a, a toy car. Thing, yeah. And then maybe. <laughs> Success happens, and then maybe they'll get another fun car or some other car after, or yeah. a utilitarian oh, vehicle. Oh, no. With a lot of families that I've seen, it's like the wife is always like, you can have one fun car. If you have this car, then you sell it before you get the next one or something yeah. like that. You know? I mean, then that makes sense. That makes sense for most people who have, let's just call it a two-car garage, maybe a three-car garage. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you, you got to have a car that you drive every day. You gotta have, and that's for every single person yeah. in America, probably, right? Not everybody, but you know. Most metro areas. Right, yeah. listen, like, in my mind, owning a car is required, right? That's, it might there, as well be, there's yeah. none of this living in the city, and I don't even need a car, like, no. That I moved to yeah. this area and built the house that I built so that I could have the giant garage so that I could put all my cars somewhere. Yeah. Now, when I moved here, uh, almost none of the cars could fit in the garage. Mm -hmm because of so much heel toe stuff. Yeah. Now yeah. I've moved the heel toe stuff out to the shop mm -hmm. and I have more room for cars. And yeah. right now there's four cars in there. And m one car space is taken up by exercise equipment. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And uh, let's see, did I say four cars? One, two, three. Yeah, four inside there. Now I have a lift on the one spot. Mm -hmm. So on occasion I'll keep a car underneath another car. Yeah. I don't like doing that because... There's always the chance something weird would happen. You know, I am not worried about no. that. No, I'm really not. Yes, that's a chance. It's a consideration. That's yeah. why we have insurance. Mm -hmm. I put chains up and sure. like, yeah, Take something could happen. Yeah. But it's really not going anywhere. Probably right? not. Um, you could leave a car on jack stands mm -hmm. for six months. This is really no different. The only thing that's different about it is is the consequences if something goes wrong. <laughs> yeah. But the risk is the same. Sure. Right? Um, fundamentally. Mm -hmm. Now, I had planned on putting a four-post lift in the back of the garage mm -hmm. so that I could put another car above another car, but for storage purposes. Okay. So, this was sort of my plan, mm -hmm. right? Um, now, I've got four cars in the garage three cars parked outside, plus Aiello's car on the side of the house, and now I'm talking about getting another car. Yeah. And this is after I already bought two other parts CRX <laughs> yeah, cars. here at the shop. Yeah, one yeah. of them is at uh, Common Fibers for, for fender work, okay. like fabrication, because mm -hmm. uh, we're retooling the fenders. Ah. 
and the other one is here mostly so that I could have parts to make the other one go. Yeah, because this has the EFI system in it, right? This one has the fuel injection. Yeah. The chassis is very good on this black car that I have out here. Mm -hmm. I, it might even be better than the other one. But um, I don't think I'm going to be able to register it. Uh, it'll probably end up being a car that... I don't know. I, I, it would be a shame to get rid of the chassis. Right now, I just really wanted it for the powertrain mm -hmm. and, and then the bits to make the blue car run. Sure. Why did I want the blue car? And why did I want it running? The blue car, the little HF, it's an 86 HF. Mm -hmm. I got that car because, again, I needed a car to test body panels on. Mm -hmm. And it's got pretty low miles on it. And it's in really good shape. Mm -hmm. Overall, like, it's in really good shape. I mean, it's a not forgotten about barn find. Mm -hmm. So they were legitimately trying to do something with this car. And it was in the barn situation for maybe a year, maybe. So, so it, it's not dilapidated. Yeah, it's still pretty current then. There's no rodents in it, mm -hmm. right? The the body panels are all straight. The interior's in really good shape. Um, the only thing that's wrong with it is they tried doing a head job on it and stripped one of the bolts in the block. Mm, that's a bummer. It's a bummer. Yeah. It's a totally recoverable thing. Yeah. I, I almost have a mind just to try to fix it and get it back running the way that it is without mm -hmm. modifying it at all. But where's the fun in that? Yeah. I wanted to have one of these cars that was drivable, and I think that sounds so fucking stupid because I've got the supercar version in some, my garage yeah, that I need to nice fix. Ones, yeah. I have the, no, the black one yeah. is the same car, right? But it's not running. But that's not a move some shit around and get it going. Yeah. I mean, I guess it kind of is, but that's the car that needs to be running. Yeah. Right? Out of all these other things, right? But I've kind of slid off into, when I buy a car, most of the time I'm buying parts that happen to be put together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just it's like a donor. Yeah. They're all donors. Yeah. Right? Um, but beyond that, it's like there's got to be a purpose to have all that. Sure, sure. So the TLX, I bought that because I want to make parts for that car. Mm -hmm. I want to make parts. We bought it. I drove it around for the 60 days that I couldn't take possession of it. Right, yeah. And then we had it for a month. And now it's been three months and I haven't seen it. It's been <laughs> gone for like 90 days. For body panel work or what? Well, it's at getting exhaust done. Ah, uh, gotcha. Um, so that we can produce exhaust. I mean, yeah. I could take it anywhere and have an exhaust made. But we're trying to build something that we can actually sell the shit. Yeah, right? yeah. So... And then Tane has had it to develop springs on it. Ah, okay. People want these things, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm paying a car payment on a car that I don't get to drive so <laughs> that we can make stuff, pay these guys to do development mm -hmm. so that I can have a part to sell so that my company has some level of a future, what? like beyond <laughs> what I'm already doing. It's definitely a labor of love. <laughs> yeah. Every I aspect. didn't get the car so that I could have a TLX Type S. Yes, I get that. And I have a half a mind once I get it back to put around with it for a while and just sell, sell it. it. Yeah, while it's still in great shape. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, then I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I'll keep it. I don't know. If we get successful and have money, like more successful, then I'll just keep it. Yeah, you could. Or just, I mean, if you're if you decide to sell it, sell it, get an Integra, and then use that as your platform. <laughs> so, right. Because you're going. Well, to no, I'm going to have to get another car, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. I think it makes sense on the Integra thing to wait for a Type S model. To I, come agree. I agree. There. Um, yeah. I'll be missing the boat on certain things, but other people will be on that car like flies on oh, stink. Yes. And, yeah. you know, already I can feel like the only reason to get one mm -hmm. is to make people a believer in it. Yeah. Um, so I'm not even focused on Integra right now. Right now I've got this Civic in front of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So back to, the, back to the Civic. Tell me more about the actual So I wanted to have one of these cars so that I could have one that drives around mm -hmm. and then do some more work with my torsion bar suspension stuff. Okay. Right? We did some video before mm -hmm. BCs versus medieval proteins. Mm -hmm. uh, I did one on how to re-index the torsion bars. Yeah. Right? Those videos were good. We've learned a lot in the meantime. Mm -hmm. 
um, about how to capture and put these things together. I want to do a, an even better one. Gotcha. But I want to do one where I actually put these parts in the car and then drive it. And be like, here's what it feels like. Right. It changed. Because yeah. the first video was just comparing the parts on the bench. Mm -hmm. And the second uh, video, I mean, the first one was a two-parter. The second one, the car was on the lift. Mm -hmm. And I theoretically could say, oh, here's all the stuff that you do. Yeah. Right? But the car wasn't even 100% together when I took a, a camera to it. Mm -hmm. Having an ability to get the car that has the suspension in it that a lot of people are already using, put suspension A in, show how that goes, mm -hmm. put suspension B in, show how that goes, and give some actual feedback after driving it, mm -hmm. I feel like people would really like to see that. Yeah. Um, but I need a car that drives. Yeah, and I get it. Um, I haven't gotten any of these. Uh, the, the blue car has been gone for four months. Mm -hmm. I took it to Washington in like, I think it was August last year. That's yeah. I haven't wow. had it. Um, and you don't have any idea when it'll come back, right? Well, I, I probably will get it back next month. But how am I going to get the car running if I don't have it? True. It's doing important work making body panels for mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. You know? This black car out here... Maybe even closer to running than that one is. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Hmm. It's not running. And I kind of like, it's hard enough just to get together and do a video. Mm -hmm. That was something else I wanted to talk to you about videos. Maybe after this. But sure. anyway, this car. <laughs> so it's an 87 Civic, not a CRF? It's a Civic. Okay. Now, I've never had a Torsion Bar Civic. Okay. Okay. I've had like eight. Is it the CRX? It's the same kind of system. It's the same car, but a Civic. So you know how the, the CRX is? It's like the same platform. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. But a different body. But so all the all the suspension stuff. Oh yeah, interchangeable. It's all exactly the same stuff. Okay. But I've never got to play with an actual Civic. I don't know exactly how they're different. Yeah. I've done all CRX stuff forever. Hmm. Plus, having a Civic gives me the opportunity to say, oh, well, let's do fenders for this car because people have been asking. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know it's got a Mugen wing on it mm -hmm. in the back? I can make a replica of that. Yeah, that's you know cool. people would like that. Um, it's got a uh, it's got a bunch of stuff on it, um, and I know the guy who put it together. Mm -hmm. Right, he's a local Honda tuner guy. Cool. Right, and he had got had the car for a long time, sold it to uh, to another local person, and now that person's selling it. Gotcha. And uh, so he gave you a heads up. No, it was on Facebook. Oh, okay. It's ten thousand dollars. Yeah. It's got, you know, a B twenty VTEC, oh, okay. a fully built B twenty VTEC, eleven to one compression. So it's like not even close to a project then, really. It's a project that's done. Yeah. The only thing that it doesn't have is mm -hmm. my dope suspension stuff. Got you. Okay. Hmm. Well, I mean, that's pretty enticing. So I was talking to him just now, and he's explaining to me this car, and I'm like. This thing sounds extreme. It's yeah. a real hot rod. It's a real Honda hot rod. Yeah. I mean, that sounds pretty cool. I guess, I don't know. Like, you seem to have a business plan for what you're going to do with it. In terms of the long term, do you picture keeping it? I don't... Um, I don't buy anything mm -hmm. anymore with the idea of getting rid of it. Okay. Everything I buy, I assume... I'm going to have. So it's more of a collector's mindset to you then, for the most part. Yeah, per, from a personal standpoint, it's definitely a collector thing. I mean, a bla it's black. A black 8687 SI mm -hmm. Civic is getting extremely hard to find. I can imagine. In any condition. Yeah. There's another one up in the uh, Washington, Seattle area that's got like almost a half a million miles on it. Wow. It looks fairly clean in pictures. It needs a little help, but it's standard mm -hmm. car. You know, it's not been modified. Um, totally viable car, possibly, but I can't get the guy to send me any pictures of it. Hmm. So I told him I'm not in a hurry. Yeah. And that probably took him to mean that I wasn't interested. <laughs> yeah. It was snowy. It was covered in snow. Yeah. And the only reason why I got on this, and I have to tell, like, Elise can only get so pissed at me about this because she said she's scrolling through Facebook what kind of Civic were you looking for? <laughs> and I said oh like an 86 87 black SI yeah. and she said okay don't go on the Facebook group for the third <laughs> first and third gens 
And I said, okay, all right. Oh, I I'm going straight there now. I definitely won't do that. And I saw it, and then I messaged him, and I thought, you know, this car is maybe, I don't know, 3000 bucks, mm -hmm. maybe. You know, it's probably not worth that in in the today's actual yeah. money. Like, you know, in, in the money from the last five years, it's probably not really worth three or $4,000, but that's probably what it's gonna cost, Yeah, you know? Um, to get a really, a, a totally viable good one, mm -hmm. 100 something thousand miles, doesn't need any work necessarily, maybe needs a little mild restoration, but doesn't really need any work. That's a five or $6,000 car now, yeah. Yeah. easily. And with this one being really decked out, well built and everything, you think? What he has on this car in parts is probably more than what the car sure. is being asked for. Sure. Well, yeah, I mean... I mean, you know, and of course, I'm trying to get him down. I'm not wanting to spend 10. Yeah, of course. And it's got wheels I'm not interested in. It's got seats I don't care yeah, about. Yeah, you can get all that stuff and make yeah. it your own. Well, I already have extra wheels I'm and sure. seats and I'm steering sure wheels. Do. I don't really yeah. need... Like, I'll just show up with another seat and another set of wheels. We'll yeah. swap them out. Um, Put it in and drive on. Yeah, totally. So I, uh, I got a number I tossed at him. We'll see if it works. But the whole point to talking me out of it is... You know, there's that question, like, do you need another car? Well, I mean, I think you need to take the word need out of there. You know, do you want and can you swing? I think those to me, like, because we were talking uh, the other day about superchargers and about, like, can you afford the turbo kit or whatever? And, uh -huh. you know, oh, well, if you're concerned about affording it, you shouldn't even do it. You're not at all concerned about affording it. So it's, it's not really like a need or not. It's like a, a want, a matter of value, you know. Is it worth taking up the space in your garage or the space in your brain or the space in your day to do the things that you want to do with this car? And that's a question that's more personal. You know, once again, it's, it always boils down to the person who's buying it. It's like, do you have the capacity hmm. or will it take you away from something else that you would rather be doing or would maybe have higher value for you to do? And that, so the, and that's where I run into problems. And mm -hmm. this kind of dovetails into the YouTube thing. Yeah. Right? A hundred percent of buying that car, I guess there is no hundred percent. Because if it was just a hundred percent greedy, I would just want to buy this thing, mm -hmm. that means it's full disposable income going into it. It's a car that has no purpose other than just Your for my personal enjoyment yeah. as a collector. It's another Hot Wheels mm -hmm. car, but I'm just playing in real life. Yeah. Um, a great chunk of this car, mm -hmm. to buy this car, would be just because I want it. Yeah. Um, and not because I really need it, but it's just kind of one of those things where now I'm at this place where it's like that car seems really super cool. I'm really super into cars mm -hmm. and I think it's cool and I want to have it. Even if it's only for a little while. Even if I'm not even going to drive it. Like it's not about driving it. Right? Well, I mean, I and it's not even really about collecting it either. I think it's just about experiencing it. It's the same thing as the NSX. Just to have been like, I tried that. Well... Yeah. Yeah, experiencing owning the NSX mm -hmm. has been really cool. Yeah. Much cooler than the actual car. I'm sure, yeah. You know, feeling what the mid-engine car feels like, mm -hmm. the googly eyes that everybody gets <laughs> yeah. over it, the just the fun things you get to the random places you get to just putz around in an NSX mm -hmm. and show up and buy a thing. Yeah. Or whatever. I saw you the other day. You didn't see me, but I was in a turning lane on 185th. And I, I heard your car first. <laughs> I heard the... And you were turning uh, in front of me off of the freeway down 185th. And I was like, oh, what is that? Oh, it's it's Marcus and his NSX. Like, and it makes a great sound. That must have it, me, it, been me going to Best Buy to was, pick up yeah, a thing. It was something like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, you know, it makes a great noise. It turns heads. I'm sure it's a lot of fun. You, you know? don't see him. It's cool. Yeah, right? it is. And... I enjoy having mm -hmm. it. I like shopping for parts for it. Mm -hmm. I like being part of the community. Yeah. You know, I like learning the little quirks about it. Mm -hmm. You know, fundamentally, to me, the NSX is no different than an overgrown CRX. Sure. Because it gets a lot of similar reactions. It's not mm -hmm. the same reaction no. in terms of like the actual reaction. It's like, wow, I used to have one of those. Or mm -hmm. wow, look at that thing. Oh my God, this thing is clean. Or oh, you don't see that yeah. every day. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, this black Civic maybe doesn't necessarily carry the same cachet sure. that a CRX or an NSX does mm -hmm. at all, you know, but 
this thing's a bona fide hot rod. Yeah. It's got a big block in it. Yeah, a, a, a two liter VTEC. And the amount of work that's gone into creating this uh, car is quite a lot. And it's not the kind of car that you would get in and go on a cruise. No, probably not. No, you go in and screw around yeah, with this car. It, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, take it to the track and mm -hmm. just see what it does and, you yeah. know, impress some people. You yeah. know, this is not the kind of car, maybe you could drive it to a track day, mm -hmm. but it's definitely not a, it's probably <laughs> yeah. more of a selfish purchase than any of the other ones have been. But I do have, I do, I, I can't not have it in my mind. Mm -hmm. Let's do suspension in videos. Sure, sure. Let's do a drag test or, yeah, you yeah. know, see how it, fast it is compared to whatever other car mm -hmm. like but that's where I start running into issues of like producing the content like yeah. gathering the content turning it into something viable mm -hmm. it's hard enough for me to get out and do a thing on a car yeah and then ratcheting that up with video mm -hmm. Because I think that I think that all of this stuff is watchable content. Yeah, I mean, I think you and I've said this before. You own an awful lot of cool stuff, and I'm sure that people would be happy to just hear it, go for a drive with you in it, whatever. Any of your cars, because you have a bunch of really pretty rare and great condition cars with some cool parts on them, and it's like those are neat experiences. But I also know that there's only so many hours in a day, and you're a really busy guy, and you do a lot of things. To really, I think, get people interested in tantalized with this, I need to have a regularity about Basically, yeah. it needs to be the job. Like, it, this YouTube thing, being mm -hmm. a YouTuber, is a legit small business in itself. It is, It's yeah. a lot of freaking work. Well, and those people that earn all of those kajillions of dollars, yeah. they freaking deserve it. Well, it. And you made an observation in one of our earlier um, episodes where you were like, the guys in Fitment Industries and all these other channels... Uh -huh. They're talking heads. They're hired help, you know, because the managers... It could be. Well, you said they were... Are. I didn't yeah. really think of that that way. A lot of them are. A lot of them are kind of like spokespeople for the company. Like you know? the guy doesn't turn off the camera and then turn around and go pick up a phone and <laughs> yeah, start helping folks. Exactly. And he's not shipping stuff and he's not worrying about part numbers. And you know what? And this is actually true yeah. because um, another channel that's pretty popular is uh, the Throttle channel. Yeah. And uh, I know Mickey... You know, on a on acquaintance level, mm -hmm. um, I think he, <laughs> I ran into him. It uh, he gave me the old, oh, he bought a part from you at one point. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I thought that that was pretty funny because you know heel toe's been around longer than throttle. It has, has yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, the fast line shifter. He was interested, okay. always interested in a fast line shifter. And I thought that that was super cool. And now, you know, I didn't even really know who he was. Mm -hmm. Well, now I know who he yeah. is. Right. But ran into him at uh, SEMA. Yeah. And we had a good long talk. And, you know, he gave me his perspective on heel toe, mm -hmm. what we are. And, I mean, I'm looking at him. There's, they've got a half a dozen guys there that all work there. Yeah. Yep. Now, we just got a Tim. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, we had three teenagers in here, basically. <laughs> and they were comprised about... 1.75 actual employees. <laughs> yeah. Because teenagers, as great as they are, yeah, really aren't yeah. worth the $14 How an hour. I'm going to be honest that? with you. How do I? Yeah. yeah. Can you come show me again? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Tim is a little bit more autopilot. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm he sure. needs hand holding too because I, you know, wants to do things right. Mm -hmm. But he'll get it and then he'll do it. And yeah. I, it, That's not. He, always, underst yeah. he understands the follow through of what what all this work is doing. Yeah, it's the intern versus the employee. Exactly. Yeah. I had three basically interns. Mm -hmm. And one of them I probably, they, they converted to employees, but it was still like a challenge, right? Because <laughs> yeah. they didn't have experience. Right? I'm sure it took a while to cultivate, yeah. Well, I don't have six people. No. no. I, I mean, all Mickey does is jerk around with the cars mm -hmm. and be in front of the camera. Yeah. He's not operating the camera. Nope. He's and then when they're when he's done, that's what he's that's what he does. Yeah, he that, goes, All right, I'll see you next Yeah, peace show. out, see yeah. you tomorrow. Yeah. And you know, he works and, and supports the shop. Yeah. And supports the parts thing. But that's not what he does. No. A whole other person administers the website. Yep. 
builds the, the, the technology and the website, manages the to and fro. Man, I've been spending the last three days <laughs> trying to get my inventory system uh -huh. Your back end. and my accounting system to just and the shop processes <laughs> in alignment, Yeah. right? And I am intrigued and interested and want to know how all this works mm -hmm. because of my own personal curiosities yeah. and my passion being running this business. But if I'm jerking around mm -hmm. with two different support systems, <laughs> like people in two different support areas mm -hmm. through tickets, and then the, the download from that is, mm -hmm. I've got a week's worth of data entry to do yeah. or whatever the case may be, that's in addition to, we've had a busy couple of days. I yeah. walked into the shop on Monday and there were 60 orders. I'll bet, yeah. Now, for a lot of shops, 60 orders may not be that many. But for me, it's freaking yeah, a lot. pretty good chunk of orders. Yeah. You know, some shops will do, you know, 30 or 40 orders in a day. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, we do like, what, 20. 20. Maybe, if, I'm, if I'm busier, I'm doing 20. Okay. Right? Mickey was right. We're we're a boutique shop yeah right yep. i'm not going to get the foot traffic we're not but we have personal time that we put into every one of the orders oh definitely we take it very seriously mm -hmm. i don't know how to not do that and instead say i'm gonna go screw around on youtube yeah see no, you guys I later i mean i gotta do that at my home shop mm -hmm. i got this thing i'm gonna build it's gonna take me a couple of days see y'all later yeah when i'm done with that yeah. and that's and that's with the I'm going to do all the work and the filming and everything myself. And then I'm going to give all that content to you. And you're going to be like, you know, you need to do some voiceovers. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. fuck you. Like, I don't I ever heard, tell you I that. Hard on this I don't ever right? tell you that. But I'm like, dude, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done with that video. Like, I got to go do something else. Well, so I, mean, I could do voiceover on it, too. No, no, no. It'd be weird. Don't take it personally. That's just, if I take the time out, that's what the end result is. Oh, I get it. And yeah, so... And that's already a big if. So yeah. if I got these aspirations for this car mm -hmm. to make a video of this or whatever, I want to document the timing belt job in the NSX. Yeah. I don't probably need to do that. And I think somebody else has probably already done that. Probably. But I kind of want to like show what that goes like from my perspective. Yeah. Right? I was going to do that over the winter. Mm -hmm. I haven't even ordered any parts yet. <laughs> yeah. I've got so many parts. So... I, mean, you're I a guess busy guy. <laughs> you've said that. Yeah, you are. And I say I don't even like saying that. But the legit is I could be busy doing lots of different things. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I end up being busy doing things that don't favor me going out and buying cars with the delusions that it's going to turn my YouTube channel yeah, and just into into yeah. another level up. Yeah. Right? Cuz I mean, you've got a lot of potential, you know in terms of what people want to see, but you just have very little opportunity. And that's the difficulty, is it's like, your time does not present an enormous amount of opportunity, you know? And it all goes to getting more help. Yeah. Oh right? Yeah. Or, you know, increasing, um, you know, like, you know, getting you over to film. Yeah. But then, you know, there's a time and expense to that. Sure. And then, you know, getting higher up in your editing queue. Mm -hmm. There's an expense to that. It all points to, I need to sell more parts. Sure, sure. So, well, how do I sell the more yeah, parts? And then when I sell the more parts, that means I'm even more busy here. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, you have to come up with the work you want to do and the work you want to delegate, really, you know? Like, what, what, well, do, you, what do you add the most value to? You know, Graham, I really stuff. like, there's no job around here that I don't Wanna want do. to do. Yeah. There's the only stuff I guess I don't really want to do mm -hmm. is supporting other folks. Like if I get somebody on a task, mm -hmm. I've already given it up and I, I don't want You're it like, back don't again. You're like, make me second guess. But it's right. like even at least like, you know, she gets 10 things mm -hmm. and two of them boomerang back to me because she's not sure what to do. I got to support it, yeah. right? But it that to me is like, I already wrote off all that pirate, you know? Mm -hmm. If, if, uh, you know, somebody's back there building the CT intakes. Yeah. And then I said, here's the book. Here's the steps. Here's how I do one. Mm -hmm. You got it? Yeah. Okay, good. Come back for a question. Great. Here's how I do that. Mm -hmm. Come back with another question. Yes. 
I ran into that too, mm -hmm. you know? And then come back again with a question about the same first question that I asked. Yeah, I'm like, look at, to go. listen, you come to me, but please bring me something new. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I can't keep going around. You've asked me enough times yeah. where I just feel like doing it now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and it's no cut on the person. It's just like, I relinquished that job. I don't want to see it again. I get that. I mean, I'm like that with editing. It's like I've hired editors to work on things before. And it's just like, oh, like man, you just you didn't listen, you know, or you didn't follow the steps, or you just didn't execute it the right way, and you've ended up saving me the tiniest bit of time, and then cost me a full worth of my wage, you know? Like, I've transferred that income I was going to make editing it onto you, more or less, yeah. and you haven't saved me that amount. Yeah. You've saved yeah, I me mean, an amount less. I feel like <clears throat> when you are going to get people to help, mm -hmm. um, and you're, you, when you're in our position, right? Like I consider us both pretty well specialized in what we do. Yeah. Like we know what the hell we're doing, yeah. right? And we may not be perfect, we're learning all the time, sure. but I'm gonna execute on it with all of that knowledge experience that mm -hmm. I've already had, oh, yeah. right? So there's nobody that's gonna do my job better than me, right? And it, if, if they are, they're probably not gonna work for you. They're gonna be your competitor. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, what I, I know a lot of my competitors and I'm not sure that they're as good as me. <laughs> but, you know, good, what am I trying to do? Am I trying to do more than I need to do? Yeah. You know, I, I like having the reputation. Mm -hmm. I like having, you know, the people have positive things to say about us. Mm -hmm. So I think about that when I'm packing a box. Yeah. yeah. You know, like. You're like, we're doing good work. Right? So, yeah. so the next person that I train to do it mm -hmm. may not have. Well, like these young folks that I had, had no freaking clue. Nah. I was teaching them how to package parts to ship them. Mm -hmm. And we were having some hangups. And I said, guys, haven't you ever received something shipped to you? Like, <laughs> yeah. And they're like, no. Not like, really. What the fuck? Yeah, like maybe, no? maybe an like, iPhone or something. No? Like, like yeah. you never got something? something shipped to you. Like you ordered online. And I thought, well, you know, 18 years old, maybe they haven't. Yeah. I don't know. At least nothing that important. Well, you know, I mean, maybe they haven't, right? Yeah, I mean, but car parts are a unique thing. It's like you well, pack them they kind of are. You pack them different, you know. You know, and it, it, the ultimately, I had to teach them. Yeah. Like at least you need to pack this in a way that it's not going to get fucked up. Yeah, it's not going to arrive on the other end. And See pieces. this sharp, pokey thing? <laughs> we need to put all kinds of stuff around yeah. it so it doesn't. Penetrate the box, the box. Yeah, and then just rip it open. Yeah, and then they don't do you any favors. Some of these manufacturers, they no. do you zero favors at all. And uh, anyway, uh, the best I could expect mm -hmm. is that somebody would do sixty-five or seventy percent yeah. of the job that I would do. That's yeah. a C. Yeah. If they can get a C passing grade, the thing doesn't arrive fucked up, and the person doesn't complain. Yeah. That's fine by me. That works. Right. Yes. You have to allow an A grade student mm -hmm. has to allow somebody to do their homework that's gonna get a 73%. Yeah. They may dip into the low B's, and that would be great. Yeah. You're not gonna get an A grade student unless you really have a great person and you're paying them high. Yeah, that's right? true. That's absolutely um, true. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, and if you're not paying them high, you're not gonna retain them. No. Right? Yeah. Um, I don't have a problem paying people. It's not about that. It's mm -hmm. more about I. Yeah. Also, if you get somebody on who's got that level of experience, mm -hmm. you've got to work with them wanting to run the show. They're part of the show. Yeah. And that's another thing where it may not be in alignment with my ideas and vision. Mm -hmm. But you're always going to have to compromise somewhere. Yeah. And. Uh, it's just really hard yeah. to, I've been working so hands in and hands on for so long. Oh yeah. I know every little in and out. I know all the technical details of, of the parts that we're offering, mm -hmm. or many of them. I know enough that I can sell. I know how to sell. I know how to talk to people. I know how to console people. Mm -hmm. I know how to be firm with people. Because some people in this industry will be total assholes to you. Oh yeah, they'll try and roll you over. I had to put yeah. somebody in their place today because they were like, I'm going to tell everybody about how terrible this is because they stripped a nut. 
and, and they weren't getting the support. Okay, so the support probably could have been better. Mm -hmm. Fine, go ahead and tell everybody how negative experience was. But listen, you called me on a Sunday <laughs> when we're not normally working. I do this kind of support. Mm -hmm. And he goes, well, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to bother you on a Sunday. I'm like, no, no, you didn't bother me. My point is, there's almost zero other people in this that industry this. Yeah. that you could have called and or texted on a Sunday and gotten an answer within an hour. Yeah. Like, well, there is basically zero. That's the kind of thing where you read an Amazon review that's three stars and it says, it showed up late. And you're like, what yeah, does that have to do with anything? Yeah. Right. Like, it has nothing to do with the piece or the thing or whatever it is. It's like, showed up late. Like, go bitch at UPS or whatever. You know, you strip the nut, get a better torque wrench. <laughs> whatever. The guy needs a new nut yeah. and is going through the, whatever. I shipped him a nut. Did he bust right? a nut? He busted, yeah. <laughs> no, he stripped it. Yeah, he wore it out. Um, so anyway, this wasn't intended to be a bitch fest about me not having time. Or yeah, me. It's just fucking, you know whining about <laughs> oh I don't buy a 10th car and yeah. I don't really have anywhere to put it I can't put it on YouTube and uh. but really honestly like as an ambitious person mm -hmm. like okay I, I I have the money to go buy yeah. this car yeah. but and no I'm probably not going to drive it more than 1500 miles yeah. a year maybe and right I, that's yeah that's my problem on a micro scale and I scale. will at some point uh -huh. do a suspension job and make a video about it yeah it ain't going to be the week after I no, get it no no I'm going to get that car it's going to fucking sit <laughs> yeah right that's exactly what's going to happen to it mm -hmm. and I'm just expecting that my wife is sort of on board with the fact that these cars are there because you know Little boys have little cars. Big boys have big cars. Yeah. And if I like little cars and I like a lot of them, and I you like big cars, I'm still going to like a lot of them. Yeah. So, like, I don't... It's like I need to have it as part of my being part of this planet. You know, I feel like your trajectory, I'm just, this is my crystal ball, is I'm like, you need to start either A, a museum, B, a junkyard, or C, both. Because you are so invested in the history. I thought about the junkyard thing. Of Honda and Acura. Yeah. That I'm like, I think about, there's this British specialty uh, place out on like, uh, what is it, West Union or whatever. Uh -huh. And um, it's like all ancient, you know, 60s, 50s, 70s. Uh, British cars and it's just like shitloads of them but they harvest the parts they put them on eBay and they are like a hub for the culture because mm -hmm. they're one of the only people that has the specialty to know what anybody's even calling looking for they have access yeah. to all this stuff and I'm like that's where I see you kind of fitting because you were explaining this boutique thing well you know? I was thinking about that because uh, these torsion bar cars there is not a ton of support right and there was a guy who shall not be named um up in Seattle area, mm -hmm. who was breaking down these cars. He yeah. was breaking them for parts. And mm -hmm. he was, you know, he was proud of some of those parts. And I don't really blame him, you know. But even though we had a falling out, mm -hmm. and he proved to be a horrible person, um, and people who know who I'm talking about will know exactly who <laughs> I'm talking about. They're nodding about. their heads right now. Yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah that oh, guy, yeah. 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 <laughs> so I was still referring people to him. Mm -hmm. For at least a year after our falling the out, only guy, right? because it was like the place yeah. where you were going to find... And then he ended up quitting doing it. Yeah. I don't know why. Something it's a lot of work. Up. He's working yeah. out of his house. I mean, it's not an easy thing to do. No, I understand. Um, and then, you know, mm -hmm. the, the kind of baloney that comes along with selling used parts. Mm -hmm. But here I'm thinking like, well, if I had the cars and I had the people calling me, then I would know what they were looking for. Mm -hmm. And then... We could 3D print some things, or we yeah. can machine some things, yeah. or we can like reproduce some of these things, and, well, and you, you know. And you have that but if I don't have the actual car, yeah, at least one good example, mm -hmm. then I'm never going to be able to do anything like that. Of course, of course. I feel like you know, ultimately, if you want to get the most out of these things, you do need to think about that 10-year kind of expansion, 20-year expansion, yeah. yeah, because these are becoming more and more rare, and eventually they'll become virtually extinct. You know? Well, I mean, they're already to a point where, yeah, like a really clean CRX will go for ten, fifteen, yeah, or more thousand dollars on bring a trailer. And now, and even with the bring a trailer tax in included, that's yeah. still a lot of money for these cars. Yeah. Um, well, in the '90s, cars are slipping into the same thing now. Where it's well, like, they are. Yeah, you want a good ex even 2000s. I mean, if you want a good example of a 2002 WRX, 
You're gonna pay some serious. Well, cash that, for that one just was on Bringer Trailer. I yeah. didn't see what it sold for, but a low mileage blue yeah. stock WRX yeah, oh, yeah. bug eye. Yeah. Or a 2004 STI stock. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're pay yeah some so money. The, the cars are getting up in value, and I think it's really hard to have that mindset, mm -hmm. that that paradigm change. That yeah. I mean, these are cars that I drove when I was in high school. Yeah, and they were like cheap and affordable. Yeah, they like, were kind of oh, junky simple. back then. But the yeah. thing is, a clean. Yeah. 86, 87 CRX or Civic SI mm -hmm. has never been less than $3,000. Yeah. Ever. No, it's they, never been less than that. They've been that. stationary and now they've crept and now they've leapt because with the price of cars recently, it's like you take whatever that desirability tax yeah. was and then you add the market. Yeah. And it's like, woo. Yeah, because I can distinctly remember I went through a number of these cars in my early 20s because I was irresponsible and crashed them all. <laughs> yeah. But I bought one for thirty-five hundred bucks. I bought another one for like thirty-eight hundred bucks. Yeah. They, they were much newer then. Mm -hmm. You know, they were only like ten, fifteen-year-old cars yeah. at that time. You know, fifteen-year-old car. Um, but I mean, already body panels discontinued. Like yeah. there was a lot of stuff you could not buy for these cars, even back in the late '90s, early 2000s. Mm -hmm. And then I had my, you know, somewhat of a unicorn that silver. Low, low, low miles one. I had gotten all the Mugen stuff for it. Mm -hmm. I had that car for uh, like six years, five or six years. Was that the one you had in the magazine? It was in the magazine, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah, yeah. Now I ended up selling that car and all the accoutrements mm -hmm. with it for $10,000. Yeah. Um, now today, that car's yeah. running around, Junior Asperger has it. And it's all put together and clean and nice. better restored. Nice. It wasn't really restored when I had it. It was pretty original, yeah. you know, but it wasn't perfect, mm -hmm. especially after I owned it. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I bet you that car would fetch $30,000 now yeah. on Bring a Trailer. Yeah. yeah. And I told him that I wanted right of first refusal if he ever yeah, decided he ever to sell it. it. Yeah. And I had the number in mind, and now it's not that same number anymore. <laughs> yeah, you're like, ugh. But um, yeah. bottom line is, then that's an extreme example. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, fuck, uh, did you see that? Do you watch Bring a Trailer at all? Not usually, no. Okay. 16,000 mile, 2003 yeah. or four excursion. 7.3, fully loaded, all black. I mean, max loaded. Yeah. But dumb low miles. Uh huh. Right. It sold for a hundred thousand dollars. Holy moly! Wow. So then, next week, the next excursion. Well, this one's got ninety-five thousand miles and it's silver and it's not top of the line and it's two thousand. Yeah, it's still got, you know, 40, 50,000. Yeah. And then, whoops, here's a red one. Like, you know, people yeah. who, you They're know, like, fall oh, in the I, line. I hadn't thought about selling mine. I hadn't thought about it. Oh, this guy got 100 grand. What yeah, could I get? Fuck it. Let's well, hey, it. Yeah. you know what? The bring a trailer has changed the used car industry. Yeah, sure. And yeah. it, a lot of it is these 80s and 90s and 2000s cars that mm -hmm. have some desirability to yeah. them. Um, now, I, I'm not saying that I would turn around and sell any of my cars at all. Yeah. But just for a quick buck. What they've done is is it's altered the paradigm of what is a classic car now. They're not yep. just cars from the sixties anymore. No. Nope. They're not just cars from the fifties and the sixties. No, moved it up. Doesn't have to be an obscure thing from pre-war era. I was harping on this stuff. When I was in high school and my friends were and I were all getting our first like cool cars and shit. My buddies were like, man, these cars are just made out of plastic. Nobody's going to want them. They're all fucking garbage. The 90s, nobody's going to look back at 90s you know, cars and think, oh, we should save all these. And I was like, no, they absolutely are. Because no. it's not about the car. It's about the memories. It's about the experience. It is. It's about the feeling. It, it has to have... It's nostalgia. It has to have you know? something. Well, in order for it not to be weird, though, mm -hmm. like... You know, the Shelby Daytona, like, Chrysler cars. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. those are cool in a certain a kind of way. niche way, yeah. But there, there's, like, a guy in town that has, like, three or four yeah. of those Dodge Shelby trucks mm -hmm. with the weird the thingy white, on the back. Right, yeah. He's got, like, three or four of them rotting. <laughs> like... That's like the Fiero guys. You drive by a house and you're like, that guy's got seven Fieros. Yeah. Who knows why? I don't know. So, yeah. but the thing is, is that some of these these Japanese cars, mm -hmm. or like these other cars that have, like the reason why the 7.3 excursion is bitching is because of the 7.3 yeah. engine. Yeah. And that they made such a behemoth. Mm -hmm. If you remember when they brought those things out, it was like, how large are SUVs <laughs> going to get? Yeah. 
you know? Battle tanks, yeah. And now, like, an Expedition EL mm -hmm. is really not much different in size, yeah. but it's, it's not as impressive somehow no. as an excursion is. I and it's it a smaller... Just, it was because it was like the first time you've seen it. It was the first time you've seen it, and you can get it with this romping diesel in yeah. it, and it's got the giant gas tank, and it's mm -hmm. like you can do anything yeah. in comfort because it's an SUV. Yeah. The reason why these 80s Hondas have a cachet is because of all you know general hondas of the era mm -hmm. they're so much fun they're so efficient yeah. they're so reliable and you could do so much yeah. with them they were legos yeah you could do so much with them and then it never went away mm -hmm. like the aftermarket support has only gotten bigger yeah. and bigger and bigger that's like the 240sx it's like this thing's a lego people just love it when are they going to stop having <laughs> more to mess them up i know well the 240 <laughs> You know, is it totally different because, you know, the rear-wheel drive yeah, thing, yeah. like the drift oh, yeah. scene really took away. Mm -hmm. So some of these cars, like, it's it's hard to look at an 87 CRX or Civic mm -hmm. and say, like, that car's worth eight or $10,000. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, the powertrain in this car, it's I great. couldn't yeah. build it for $5,000. No way, yeah. I couldn't do the swap if I could find the parts. Mm -hmm. A B20 block, sure. But, yeah. I mean... What are you going to pay yeah. for a, a B16 head, all fresh valve train, like all fresh? Yeah. Like, you could be in a thousand after cams and, oh, and cleaning and yeah. valves. And it's, well, and there's the wiring and there's the harnesses. This thing's been wired. It's got yeah. tuning. Mm -hmm. It's like legit put together. Yeah. And Turnkey. Yeah. So the conversation was supposed to be talk me out of buying this car and <laughs> you can't yeah i mean well i think for you it does make sense but i i think circling back around the real long-term goal should be monitoring how you spend your time and making sure you have the time to enjoy mm. and really use these things you at least told me you've got all these cars and they don't run well the s2000 is down right now oh yeah well i got all the interior out of it because oh, i was right. fixing yeah, it yeah. right and then that turned into um can of worms mm -hmm. and then while it was apart somebody needed a belt tensioner because they were going to homecoming so you took it out or something so or i said well here you can have the one out of this car <laughs> so i uh <laughs> slowly parting it out oh my god like, so Shit. Ah, I well i bought i bought the tensioner and then like all right i forgot i need the tensioner bolt because it's got a hex head in it yeah. which this is how i got on the snap-on website asking for snap-on for uh <laughs> for christmas because one of the other tools was an allen uh, or like a you know a hex yeah, socket yeah so yeah i needed a new bolt oh the bolts on back order fuck God. well okay so i can put the interior back in the bolts on order it will show up mm -hmm. i will get that car running it's not going to be more than a saturday yeah but i need the parts yeah. right <clears throat> the tsx it runs. It runs great. Yeah. I, I do need to do some maintenance to it, but I did the dash swap on it last year, mm -hmm. and I did. I think I ended up putting the 05 dash harness in my 04 car, and now you can't communicate to the computer. Mm. And because of that, you can't get the car passed through Deep emissions, yeah. which means I can't register it, which means I can't drive it. Yeah. And I have to get under the dash and figure out what wiring was different between an 04 and an 05 and just fix it. And it probably would take me a little time to do that, mm -hmm. but I just have to prioritize it somewhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. The NSX. It's totally fine to drive that car around, mm -hmm. but it does have an oil leak. Yeah, you told me that. It's not horrific, but it is leaking, yeah. and it needs a timing belt, right? I was going to drop the engine, timing belt, valve adjustment, just... Seal fresh it water yeah. pump freshen all thing up i was thinking about putting a new clutch in it too i thought all right well i ordered some gears from japan so it's like okay that car can be down mm -hmm. i don't need that car yeah it's not a commuter and when i get it back together it'll be even more bitching than when i took it apart mm -hmm. i don't need that car to be running yeah but right yeah. now beside the excursion it's the only reliably go started up <laughs> drive it car that i have yeah the crx i'm trying mm -hmm. right dabbed a little bit here and there with a little extra work here and there uh, i'm battling with it well, right it's taking a while i think that i mean f at least for me my girlfriend was immensely annoyed when i told her i was buying a fiesta because i had an evo that's barely working because of deq issues emissions issues for people who don't live in oregon and i was like rather than spend any money on that 
I was like, I know, I'll circumvent the problem by getting a new fun car to distract myself and enjoy. You know, it's very mature of you to put it that way. I, well, and it's like, it's what it is, you know? Like, I bought it because I just was like, I just want something that is simple. Because it's, I don't know what is wrong with the Evo. It's a similar kind of thing. What happened? What happened? You got a more, oh, you got just it's, as complicated could, of a car. Yes, we can talk about that another <laughs> oh, time. The Evo is more of a mystery. I knew exactly what was wrong with the Fiesta when I bought it. I was okay, like, all this right. is effed up, this is effed up. And it was all stuff. Well, my, I feel like it's surprising that you bought that car. The Fiesta? Well, if you knew that there was stuff that it needed. It was 8,500 bucks. So I was like, fuck it. Why not? Like the going rate on Fiestas right now is madness. It's crazy. Yeah, that is a desirable um, car. Yeah. So I mean, you know, in culty circles. Yeah. Well, and you know, it's like it's this really nice commuter balance where it's like on the low side it gets twenty five miles per gallon, on the high side like thirty five. Wow. And you know, it makes about two hundred horsepower. It gets about two hundred foot, uh, two hundred fifty foot pounds of torque. Uh huh. Real, real torquey. One point six liter. Yeah. You know, little hatchback. It's fun. Yeah. No, they're it turns they look they look neat. Yeah, it's just yeah. like. It's like a Honda Fit Type R. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I always wished that the Fit had, like, a fun turbo drivetrain, but it's just like, they were like, you can have color-matched mirrors if you buy the Sport. And I'm like, mm. why the hell do I care? Like, I don't well, give a shit. That's very case-wide. That's case I know. And I'd seen people do that. I've heard that that's the funnest. Yeah. It's like oh, a first I'll or second-gen Fit with a K24 in I'll it. I'll bet. I saw Craftworks made a uh, Craftworks Rotrex-charged uh fit and it was passing an m5 down a back straight and i was Dude, like it must have been amazing <laughs> yes, it must have been we've actually we've been talking for a while so do we want to maybe wrap it up well we've unsuccessfully talked me out of not talking me out like i'm gonna i'm gonna end up buying this I'm car i'm sure you will i've thrown a number I'm at sure him i think he'll take it yeah i mean you're I, so I, far I talked to the, the guy process, i, I talked to the guy who built it and there's so much crap on this car that like I could part it out yeah, and make and all make that money, money back. back. Yeah. Of course I'm not going to do any of that. There's, I could do <laughs> no. this. I could do that. So yeah, like, yeah. Back, back, back into the circle again. Yeah. But I think Elise is right. She was like, you need to have some management system that you keep in mind to, to work on all of these cars yeah. in turn, periodically, whatever. Like I've got to have some means mm-hmm. of... Having some progress happen somewhere, yeah, this and then at up, least work on it, fix it, done. Well, but Next maybe one, not do like everything, because what I, what happens is, is I tend to get into a project that has an end when I start. Oh, I get that, but yeah. they creep, you know. That's, I mean, that's what I've been doing the whole time with the Fiesta. I was like, okay, it'll be like these eight parts, maybe nine. You 10, can't not do some 12. stuff when you see it. Yeah, because well, you're already in there, right? I get I, it. I want to like... You get it. <laughs> so she's got a great point. Mm-hmm. I think she's given up on uh, on trying to stop these things yeah. from happening. Um, and I'm hoping that she understands that these things, ultimately, they're not... It's not a waste of money, necessarily. It could only well, benefit mean, us on, on the good side. It could really benefit a lot. They're generally assets. Yeah. Most of these cars, they, they yeah. wouldn't sell for less. The TSX, a different story, but also that car's so far gone. Like, yeah. I will never sell that Returning car. That, that's probably the car sense. I would never, ever, never sell. Yeah. But, um, you know. Anyway. Yeah. So it's, uh, I think the moral of the story today, everybody, is it's complicated loving cars. Yeah. Because it is. It's, it's complicated it's, loving cars. It really is. It's always a balance of your time and your energy and your emotions and your money. And it's exhausting sometimes. It really is. But, uh, you know, it's fun. It is. It is fun. You know, it's like you think about the few times you might take a car like that out and just really get to rip on it. And you think about how much fun that'll be and how much you'll laugh or smile about it. And it's like, that's hard to put a price on. That's why I got rid of the motorcycle. I get that. Because people do that with motorcycles. Some people, But I would go out and drive my motorcycle and get bored. Yeah, I can see. Because I don't like that aloneness or being a nervous wreck i know people that have experienced both those things i get bored and And then i get lazy and then it's dangerous so i i ended up just (laughs) parting way yeah Yeah. Uh, if i do end up at the museum i'll get more motorcycles but i don't really need them now get hondas there are some awesome old honda there are but i like the ducatis oh i don't blame Uh, you i mean for riding i think i would choose that but yeah there's that old honda turbo bike that is so cool oh yeah 
And the VFR has the VFRs, a yeah, yeah. VTEC on it. And yeah. like they had that crazy one that was an inline six from back in the day. So it's just like the engine is like three feet wide. It's crazy. <laughs> Marcus's obscure Honda it's Museum. It's crazy, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't think so. Not anytime no, fair soon. Fair enough, fair All enough. All right. We'll wrap it. Yes. Thanks, thanks a lot, everybody, for listening to this uh, Ramble Bramble. I'm sure that you can... <laughs> relate yeah. to any part of this why don't you share your own stories too i mean is it are is your partner uh nagging you about how many cars you have or, or do you need help maybe you, we should do like a phone line how People, long has your project car been yeah, down exactly. <laughs> like did you buy another project listen, car when your yeah. project car was down <laughs> <laughs> yeah well uh anyhow yeah thanks for joining us guys thank you goodbye bye